Hello, I'm Tim Dumas, and this is the Hope for Healing Faith for Living podcast. Hello, I'm Tim Dumas. Thank you for joining me for today's episode of the Hope for Healing, Faith for Living podcast. We are talking about the goodness of God. We are talking about how he's our healer, the Lord who heals. That's what he said of himself in Exodus 15, 26. God says, I am the Lord, your healer. Amen. And he doesn't change. If he ever was our healer, he always is our healer. And he has provided healing through his son, Jesus Christ, who came and lived on this earth. And the Bible says he took our sins upon him, but not just that, he took upon our sickness and disease. And by his wounds we are healed, 1 Peter 2.24. We are looking at the true accounts in the Gospels of Jesus ministering healing to people. And we're learning from them. We're seeing what the Word of God has to teach us. And this is revealed by his Spirit and by his Word, what God wants us to know about healing how to minister healing to someone else, but also how to receive it for ourselves. And we're seeing that the will of God is healing, that Jesus never turned away anybody who came to him in faith, saying it's not the Father's will for you to be well, or that the Father put this on you to teach you something, or anything like that. Every person who came to Jesus for healing in faith got healed. And today we're talking about the nobleman. That's how he's referred to in the King James, and the English standards referred to as an official came to Jesus on behalf of his son, and Jesus ministered healing, and the son became well. Amen. So it's only in John chapter 4. Let's go there, let's read, and let's see what the Holy Spirit wants to show us through his word. John chapter 4, verses 46 through 54, from the English Standard Version, and it reads, it's referring to Jesus now. It says, so he came again to Cana in Galilee, where he had made the water wine. And at Capernaum, there was an official. Now, here's where in the King James says a nobleman, but it was a person of clout. He had substance and he had a position. He was an important man. Okay. And we talked about in our last episode that he humbled himself and came to Jesus for help. He didn't send for Jesus. He came to Jesus. But I want to show you why. He says, and at Capernaum, there's an official whose son was ill. When this man heard that Jesus had come from Gal- from Judea to Galilee, he went to him and asked him to come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. Now, this verse says, when the, this man heard that Jesus had come from Judea to Galilee, this man, this official, this nobleman heard about Jesus. This is key. This is key. He heard about Jesus. What happened was he put himself or he was in a place where he heard the message of Jesus Christ. He heard about Jesus, what he was doing and who he was. He heard it. And you know, Romans chapter 10, verse 17 says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Another translation says, by the message of Christ. In other words, hearing who Christ is, is how faith comes to us. This man heard, and and what happens is when we hear the message of Christ, God wants us to submit to that truth. We hear the truth about Christ, and God wants us to submit to that, meaning 
okay, I accept this as truth. I believe this truth, and I believe it for myself. This is submitting to God by submitting to the Word. This man must have submitted to the truth of who Jesus was, or else he would not have gone to see Jesus. This was a long trip. It was about 15 miles, and he couldn't get in a car and go there. He heard about Jesus, and he submitted to the truth, meaning he chose to believe what the message of Christ was. When we read the word of God, are we submitting to it, allowing it to determine what truth is, and we submitting to the truth of the word, believing the truth of the word about who God is, about what Jesus has done for us through his redemptive work on the cross, and who we are in Christ and what he has for us. Are we willing to submit to the truth of the word? We must be. We must humble ourselves before God. And, and, and if, our, if our beliefs don't line up with the word, we must yield to what the word says and believe the truth of God's word. And that's what this man did. Because he yielded and believed what he heard about Jesus, he came to Jesus asking him to come with him and heal his son. And Jesus said to him, unless you see the signs and wonders, you will not believe. This caught the nobleman, the official's attention, I believe. He says, unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. I believe the official stopped. He thought about it. And he said, okay, Jesus is talking about believing. It's important that I believe. I must believe. I must yield to what Jesus tells me. So I think he kind of started all over again. The official said to him, sir, come down before my child dies. And Jesus said to him, go, your son will live. And then it says, the man believed the word Jesus spoke to him and went on his way. So this man was at a point of decision. Jesus had already talked about believing. So this man knew it was important for him to believe. He had to believe. So whatever Jesus was going to say next, the man had to believe. And Jesus says, go, your son will live. So Jesus was telling this man, look, just go. Your son will live. The man had to choose to believe that. And if he believed it, then he had to act on it by going. That's faith. That's choosing just to believe Jesus at his word. See, he wanted him to come down. He wanted Jesus to be with him because the faith was based on the fact that Jesus was going to be there. And he had to change that to just believe in what Jesus said. And Jesus didn't say, I'm going to come. He says, you go, your son's going to be all right. So the man had to take Jesus at his word. That's what we have to do today. Whatever the word says, we have to submit to it. Whatever the word says, we have to believe it and act on it. Remember in James, it tells us that faith without works is dead. Jesus says, go and your son will live. The man had to believe what Jesus said enough to act on it. And you know, he had plenty of opportunity to doubt. All the way back, 
If he was walking, it took a long time to go 15 miles. If he was riding a horse or riding in a chariot, whatever, it still was a long trip. But I believe he stayed in faith the whole time. He said, Jesus said, go, my child will live. Jesus said, go, my child will live. So I'm going to take Jesus at his word and I'm acting on it. I am doing what Jesus says do. If you remember in another place, Jesus says, why do you call me Lord, but don't do what I say? We have to believe Jesus, but also do what he says. Amen. So the man believed the word Jesus spoke to him and went on his way. The man believed what Jesus said and did what Jesus said. That's what we got to do. We got to get to the place where we just believe Jesus and do what he says. Then verse 51, as he was going down, his servants met him and told him that this, that his son was recovering. This is another key point. Sometimes we think if Jesus is going to heal me, then it's going to be miraculous and it's going to be all of a sudden I'm going to be well. Sometimes that happened in scripture, but then sometimes it was just a point where recovery began. Recovery started. This son was recovering, meaning he wasn't completely well yet, but he was on his way. He was recovering. And so he asked the servant, what hour did his son begin to get better? And he said to him, yesterday, the seventh hour, the fever left him, which I think is about one or three o'clock for us. And he says, the father knew that the hour when Jesus said to him, your son will live, and he himself believed and his household. See, the father knew this is the same time that Jesus said, go and your son will live. This is the same time I took Jesus at his word. This is the same time I began to act on his word and start to head back home. This was the exact moment that my son began to recover. So it wasn't some kind of coincidence. It wasn't that, well, he just started getting better on his own. No, it happened at the exact moment that Jesus said it would. At the exact moment that I took him at his word, the exact moment that I acted on his word. It's so crucial. I can't get this point enough. We got to hear. We have to yield to the truth when we hear it and we have to act on it. This is what this man did. And, and, and we don't need supernatural manifestations to happen. This is what Jesus was saying. Unless you see signs and wonders, you won't believe. No, no, no. We just need his word. That's all we need. And we'll see wonderful things happen. We'll see the will of God come to pass in our life if we will just yield to him, yield to his word, believe his word. And I don't want to leave out. It says the father knew that was the same hour when Jesus had said to him, your son will live. It says, and he himself believed and his household. He continued to believe this. Jesus is who he says he is. Jesus is everything I heard he was. I'm believing it and my life is changing. And not only that, his whole house, his whole family believed. It's amazing what God can do in our own lives, in our family's lives, if we will choose to believe him and act on his word. If we will yield to it. See, when we hear the word of God, it's wanting to produce faith in us. We have to yield to it and allow that to happen. We have to yield to it by believing 
God says, this is truth. Okay, I yield to God, and I believe it's truth. Amen. Jesus spoke a word. The man heard it, act on it, and his son lived. God is a good God. He is a healing God. And Jesus, he is our wonderful Lord and Savior who has provided all the promises of God through his redemptive work. So let's keep growing. Let's keep trusting God. Let's keep believing him. Let's keep yielding him, yield to him and taking him at his word. And then let's act on it. Act on it in faith. Again, my name is Tim Dumas. Thank you for joining me for today's episode of the Hope for Healing, Faithful Living podcast. I'll be back with you next week. Until then, God bless. God bless.